Welcome to the Jazz Focus. You are listening to WETF, South Bend, Indiana, the Jazz Station. I'm your host, John Clark. We're going to be bringing you some music today that might be a little bit unusual to jazz fans. Uh, I'd be curious how many of you guessed the uh, uh, focus of the program from the first two tunes, which were quite good jazz performances from about 19... 47 to 53. The first tune, of course, was Night and Day from 1953. And the second one was I Love You for Sentimental Reasons, which was from 1947. And both of these were done by groups led by Django Reinhardt, the great so-called gypsy guitarist. Django Reinhardt was born about 1912, somewhere in Belgium, we think. He was uh, part of a gypsy caravan and a family. He came from that heritage, and he, uh, for his entire life, was was want to go back to uh, his uh, family and his people and travel around at various points. Whenever life got to be too complicated outside of the caravan, he would retreat back to that. So he had a very colorful existence and a very interesting piece of humanity there, but also a genius in terms of music. And most of us are familiar with his recordings with Stefan Grappelli in the 1930s and into the 40s, which were classics of small group swing, uh, most of which were done in Paris, a uh, few in, in London during 
during that period with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France. And Django was regarded uh, as probably the premier jazz performer in Europe uh, during that period. And all visiting uh, American jazz stars sought him out to jam with him or to record with him. He recorded with uh, Rex Stewart and Bill Coleman and uh, Coleman Hawkins, Benny Carter, you name it, as, as time went on. He was uh, very uh, much in demand in the studios. But his uh, personality and his undependability uh, worked against him. He uh, was never able really to hold a job for very long, and that was probably by choice as much as anything. But the part of his career that we're going to be focusing on now, today on the Jazz Focus, is the last part of his career. In fact, that first tune, Night and Day, was possibly the last tune he recorded, certainly one of the one of the very last tunes. It was done in March of 1953 in Paris. He died in May of 1953. And of course, at this point in his career, he had switched over from acoustic guitar to electric. He had changed over sometime in the mid-40s. And uh, he'd come over to the United States in 1946 to do a tour with the Duke Ellington Band that uh, uh, people hoped might become a permanent fixture in his life. But he uh, didn't respond too well to... Uh, the American entertainment industry and Ellington, who was notably lax in his discipline with his band sometimes, which worked pretty well uh, for the most part, didn't work at all with Django. And Django just simply didn't show up for a couple of things, including uh, a Carnegie Hall concert where he came in at the very end. Uh, And so Django's tenure in the Ellington band and uh, in America in general did not last too long. And he went back to Europe and started recording more in the bebop idiom. And that uh, first tune, Night and Day, sort of shows that. We have Django Reinhardt and his rhythm. Maurice Vander on piano, Pierre Michelot on bass, and Jean-Louis Vial on drums, along with Django on um, electric guitar. And we hear uh, a little of the forward-looking uh, style of Django at that point, sounding almost like Herb Ellis or Joe Pass or, or, or any number of later guitar players. After that, we went to a quintet uh, Uh, It was called the Quintet of the Hot Club of France. It was a little bit different than the traditional ones uh, in that there was no violin. There was, in fact, a clarinet uh, playing the other lead in this uh, group. And we had Hubert Rostang on clarinet who... uh, dropped in and out of this group uh, for for seven or eight years. He was an outstanding clarinet player, or I should say he became an outstanding clarinet player. When he started in about 1940 with Django, he had only just taken up the instrument. He was a saxophone player, um, but he, he made up for lost time. And as we heard with that beautiful sound on uh, I Love You for Sentimental Reasons, he had become quite a notable performer in his own right. And that was from July 6th of 1947. I should mention Night and Day was done for Blue Star Records, as was this one. Blue Star was a label in Paris that recorded quite a few so-called modern jazz players in the late 40s and early 50s. So in this version of the Quintet of the Hot Club of France, we have, of course, Django Reinhardt on guitar, Hubert Rostang on clarinet, uh, Joseph Reinhardt, Django's brother, playing rhythm guitar, Ladislas uh, Sabanik on bass, and Andre Jordan on drums. And as I said, that was done on July 6th of 1947. We're going to be hearing some more tunes from that and uh, a session later in the month coming up. So we're going to move on to a, uh, a session, uh, two tunes from a session of May 11th, 1951, done for Decca Records, Django Reinhardt and his quintet. And so he did not use the Quintet of the Hot Club of France name, which sort of implied an earlier jazz style. This was very much in the bebop idiom, and, and Django always had very open ears. That was how he was attracted to jazz in the first place, especially Louis Armstrong in the very early 30s. But by the late 40s, he was listening to Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker, and he was adapting his playing style. And he was one of the few earlier jazz stylists who could do that convincingly. Coleman Hawkins comes to mind as another one, uh, and there weren't too many others. So we're going to hear two tunes, Double Whiskey and Dream of You, uh, from this May 11th, 1951 session, featuring Bernard Hulin on trumpet, Herbert or Hubert Foll on alto sax, Raymond Foll on piano, Django on guitar, Pierre Michelot on bass, Pierre Le Marchand on drums, and uh, Gerard Levesque is credited as being the arranger of this. Gerard Levesque was a clarinet player who also played with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France for a little while. So those are our first two tunes in the next set, Double Whiskey and Dream of You. Then we're going to jump back to the other uh, quintet with uh, Hubert Rostang, and we're going to hear Swing 48, Brazil, and 
the anniversary waltz. So swing 48 and the anniversary waltz, actually it's the end, not the anniversary waltz, I misspeak, it's the anniversary song that was... Uh, supposedly composed by Al Jolson, but he actually uh, sort of adapted that, maybe not intentionally, from uh, a, a waltz that was published around the turn of the century called Waves of the Danube. But um, it's a familiar song with uh, no lyrics in this case, but Jolson did sing them. So Anniversary Song and um, Swing 48 both came from the July 6, 1947 Blue Star date, and Brazil came from a couple of weeks later, July 18th of 1947. So those are our tunes for this set. Double Whiskey, Dream of You, Swing 48, Brazil, and the Anniversary Song.
we have some late period Django Reinhardt playing in really just a bebop idiom. No, no way around that. Uh, he had adapted his technique to electric guitar. Some people thought that was a terrible thing that he was uh, doing such a such a deed. But uh, his playing really took on a different cast uh, at that point, and it was really on that in that last tune, the anniversary song, that I think you hear some hints of his earlier style with those tremolos and uh, some of the background figures to Hubert Rustang's lovely clarinet solo. So we started out with two tunes from May 11th, 1951 for Decca. I had said Blue Star. These were actually for Decca. We heard Double Whiskey and Dream of You. Dream of You was a, a, a pop tune that I played on a, on a podcast a while back. It was recorded, first of all, by the Jimmy Lunsford Band featuring Trummy Young. I think... Uh, he had a, a hand in, in writing that as well, uh, or Cy Oliver did at any rate, Cy Oliver and Jimmy Lunsford, and uh, Trummy uh, brought it out on a recording date that he did, uh, that he ended up sort of taking over in about 1945, uh, that featured Dizzy Gillespie and Charlie Parker and Clyde Hart. It's on my Clyde Hart podcast, so you can hear kind of a bebop version of that, and I suspect that's why uh, this band chose to record that, was because of that version. And then Double Whiskey was uh, a tune credited to Django, and he quoted uh, Little White Lies in there quite extensively. It had a little bit to do with that, although it veers off the chord progression in a couple of places. So we heard Hubert Fole on alto sax, very adept bebop alto player, also recorded with Coleman Hawkins and quite a few other people. I think it was his brother, Raymond Fole, on piano, Bernard Hulin on trumpet, Django on guitar, Pierre Michelot on bass, uh, Pierre Le Marchand on drums, and uh, credited with the arrangements of those is Gerard Levesque. Uh, Double Whiskey kind of comes to a, an incomplete end, shall we say, so I don't think there was much of an arrangement on that one. Then after that, we went to the other quintet with uh, Hubert Rostang. This is called the Quintet of the Hot Club of France, although, again, it doesn't sound much like the traditional quintets. We heard Swing 48 from July 6th of 1947 and uh, ended up with uh, Anniversary Song, and that featured Django on guitar, of course, Joseph Reinhardt on rhythm guitar, Hubert Rostang on clarinet, uh, Ladislas Zabanek on bass, and Andre Jordan on drums. And then in the middle of that, we heard Brazil, uh, nice little uh, Latin tune by Barroso, and uh, that uh, had good solos all around. Slightly different personnel. It was Eugene Vies on rhythm guitar and Emmanuel Sodio on bass, otherwise the same. So we're going to play a couple more tunes from that session, actually. We're going to hear I'll Never Smile Again, of course, known as a tune featuring Frank Sinatra with the Tommy Dorsey band, the Pied Pipers, a very interesting little tune, nonetheless, that didn't get a lot of jazz treatment, but here it certainly does. And uh, that'll be the second tune we hear. We're going to start out with Django's Blues, straight-ahead blues featuring all hands. So, from that July 18th, 1947 session for Blue Star, uh, the Django Reinhardt with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France. After that, we're going to uh, bring in Stefan Grappelli, who periodically made reappearances with Django. Uh, there's a long series of recordings the two of them made in 1949 in Rome. Not very good sound quality, but something like 40 or 50 sides. I'm not sure why they were recorded there. Uh, RCA Victor received the... Um, rights to issue some of them and, and put out a CD with, or an LP with about 15 of them and a CD with about 20 of them. We're going to save those for another podcast, but in this particular recording, on this particular recording, um, we're going to hear uh, Stefan Grappelli and Django Reinhardt doing a duet rather than a larger group, and this was recorded for VSM, but as I said, it was probably recorded by, uh, released by RCA Victor, and it's called Manoir de mes rêves, the manner of my dreams, a very reflective piece that Django recorded uh, at least a couple of times in his life. And so this is just the two of them, Stefan Grappelli and Django Reinhardt. After that, we're going to hear Just Django from Paris of 1950, also on VSM, a solo recording of probably his best-known tune, Nuage, meaning clouds. And these are uh, returns to his uh, acoustic guitar style. Then we're going to hear, a uh, to finish off that set, another one of those bebop sets from January 30th, 1952 for Decca, Django Reinhardt and his quintet. We're going to hear a tune called Keep Cool, and uh, this was composed by uh, Raymond Fall on piano. Also has Hubert Fall again, Barney Spieler on bass, Pierre Lamarchand on drums, and Roger Guerin on trumpet on this one. So those are our tunes for this set. We're going to hear Django's Blues and I'll Never Smile Again, Django with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France, Django and and Stefan Grappelli, Manoir de Merev, and then Just Django, solo on Nuage, and then Django Reinhardt and his quintet on Keep Cool.
a mix of styles on that set. We started out with Django's Blues and I'll Never Smile Again, two tunes by the Django Reinhardt Quintet, actually the Hot Club, Quintet of the Hot Club of France, led by Django Reinhardt. And those are tunes that also featured Hubert Rustang on clarinet, both of them for Blue Star Recordings on July 18th, 1947. Good straight ahead playing there. After that, we heard uh, Manoir de Merev, which was Manner of My Dreams, done as a duo between Stéphane Grappelli on uh, violin and Django, switching back to acoustic guitar for this and the next tune. Those were done, the first one, in 1949 in February in Rome as part of that big marathon session I mentioned earlier. And uh, then we went to a solo guitar, solo acoustic guitar version of Nuage, uh, meaning clouds. Django's probably his most famous and most uh, often covered tune, done for VSM in Paris of ni- in 1950. Then we finished up with uh, the first tune from a session that we're going to hear two more from, done for Decca in January of 1952, Django Reinhardt and his quintet, Roger Guerin on trumpet, Hubert Fall on alto sax, Raymond Fall on piano, and Django on guitar, along with Barney Spieler on bass and Pierre Lamarchand on drums. And we heard the tune Keep Cool, which was based on the form and chord changes of Smoke Gets In Your Eyes, the Jerome Kern song. We're going to finish up this program with two tunes from that uh, session. We're going to hear Trublant Bolero. Uh, Django was especially fond of boleros. He recorded several in his career. This one actually is almost as much a begin as a bolero, I think. Um, it's credited to Django, although online some people say it's Jimmy Rosenberg, which I don't think is true because he was a much later player. Uh, this tune has a lot of... Um, uh, elements in common with the tune Flamingo, which you might know from the Duke Ellington recording featuring Herb Jeffries. And then we're going to finish up with Nuit de Saint-Germain-de-Prés, Nights in Saint-Germain-de-Prés, which was uh, one of the locations that Django played frequently in Paris. So those two tunes will finish up our Django bebop program, I guess you'd have to say. This is late period Django Reinhardt, the last uh, six years of his life or so, showing how he had evolved as a musician playing electric guitar and uh, taking up a lot of the bebop influence, not only harmonically, but rhythmically as well. Some very interesting playing and not uh, not a lot uh, gets said about this period of Django's career. A lot of the traditionalists of the gypsy jazz world uh, disavow this type of music because they say it really wasn't true to his earlier roots as a gypsy jazz musician with the Hot Club of France and so forth, but um, very compelling music nonetheless. So you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. We are here on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us this week and hope you make a little time in your schedule to come visit us next week. (laughs) 